Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fast Pass, the history podcast in close to 30 minutes or less. As always, I am Jason. And I'm Megan. And today we have a very special guest with us, my brother, a other history major, Trevor. Uh, so, Jason, how you feeling? We have two history majors here and then one history enthusiast. I feel like we are hashtag winning. Um, I'm just going to say right now, you're a nerd. And uh, <laughs> Trevor, you're also a nerd. I can tell because you're both wearing glasses. I'm not wearing glasses. Not with that attitude. <laughs> so, hello, Trevor. Welcome to the show. What's good? What are you talking? What are we talking about today? So, hi, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about equality in early America. Equality. And that's definitely because this is a very interesting topic and not because it's part of my final. Hey. <laughs> so, to start this off, I'm just going to give you guys a little quote and see if we can figure out what group said this line. <clears throat> Once a happy race, since made miserable, miserable by the white people who are never content. I mean, true, first of all. <laughs> Pretty much anyone could be saying that, but I'm going to go with Disney's Pocahontas. <laughs> Can we have Disney's Pocahontas for 100? Because um, there's, there's a quote from uh, the chief who said, these white men are dangerous. It's like that meme where it's like, uh, copy off me, but don't make it look too obvious. Yes. They copied off this quote. Pretty much yeah. exactly, yes. Well, you're right. And this instance is actually from Tecumseh, a Native American. Hey. Native American. Native. <laughs> Yeah, from the very from the very first time that Europeans reached America, the natives were always mistreated or killed mm -hmm. or both. Mm -hmm. With the early conquistadors, they wanted all the gold, so they enslaved the natives and forced them to work in gold mines, and other various tasks. Mm. Damn. Many many died either due to being overworked or due to the diseases that the Spanish brought because mm. they mm -hmm. don't have any resistance to these new diseases. And most of the Spanish really didn't care about the natives, except for one person, Bartolome de las Casas. Bartolome de las Casas. Oh, my. Sorry. So, who's uh, Bartholomew of the Houses? Oh, good old Bartholomew of the Houses. Well, he recorded everything the Spanish did to the natives to show people, like, the king and queen and show them what was happening. Just that nobody really cared. It didn't do too much. But mm. he, was, he was for the Native Americans. He explained that they basically... Even, like, animals had more freedom than the natives did. Damn. They were overworked, underpaid, and poorly treated. Capitalism. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna riff off here about Bartolome, my friend, because he, he was, I th I'm pretty sure, if I remember anything from my education, he was called, like, the protector of the Indies, and he actually, like, took these, these logs that he would write about the Native Americans back to Spain, and he was like, hello, Catherine of Aragon. Why? And she was like, you're right. We have to save their souls because they have souls. So we can make them Catholic. Christian? Yes. Christian Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> Catholic Christianity. And rents. Yeah. So later on, the colonies started popping up. You know, English colonies and all that. And there was like some conflict between the natives and the colonies. But, you know, that, that was inevitable. Most of, like, the really major things happened once America wants independence, and America wanted more land. Whoa. So they pushed the natives off of their land. Mm. But some of them managed to stay. These were known as the five civilized tribes who had made treaties with the U.S. to guarantee that they had their land and that they'd be protected. Damn. That's, but, uh, I think that's pretty fucked up that it's just the five civilized tribes. Yeah. Well, it's also really, like, messed up that they get to dictate what civilized means which is obviously a like eurocentric view of things considering it's pretty uncivilized to kick people out of their homes and just call dibs on it i know and also it's pretty uncivilized from the people who are drawing and quartering people yep that too 
Now, of course, these these tribes actually got to keep their land. That was until everybody's favorite president came around, Andrew Jackson. That I, guy. I hate, I hate him so much. Get him off the $20 bill. He ruined the economy with his pet banks and his stupid Indian Removal Act. Thanks to the Indian Removal Act, the tribes were deemed that were deemed civilized, basically they threw all the trees, said they aren't valid, and kicked them off their land through the Trail of Tears. Thanks, America. Thanks, America. Thanks. So they all got kicked out, although the natives did try and sue, do the, doing the most American thing and suing America. <laughs> the most American thing. The is... most American thing <laughs> to, to sue, sue America. Yes. But that just basically delayed the inevitable, and they ended up getting kicked further west. Damn. But then, of course... That's not enough. You know, it wasn't enough to kick out all these tribes because we want more land. We kept on moving further west, manifest destiny and all that. And so by the time that we get to around the Civil War, there's only like very small groups of Native Americans that lived there. Mm -hmm. And even then they were conflicting with the few settlers that were moving west. Ah, yes. The traditional Wild West stories of how the Native Americans are evil human beings are you who will about, shoot at you with arrows. Is that like, oh, what is that? Is Tonto and... Oh, God. The Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. Tonto, yeah. Wow, America, you did that. Woo. Little, uh, little screwed up, but uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, America. So, anyway, so moving on, we're going to get to go talk about another super oppressed group in early America, the African Americans. I'm sorry, early America or forever? Early America right now, or all of America? Or right now. Right now, we're just talking about early, because that's all that my class covered. I mean, that's all that we're going to cover. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, we got to talk about slavery, because from, basically, as soon as we started colonizing to the Civil War, slavery was there, and slavery is, of course, bad. I would not recommend it. Mm, good call. <laughs> now, some obviously, there was always some people who agreed with it and some people who didn't, but in the early days, especially... A lot of people agree with slavery, especially one Thomas Jefferson, who had many slaves himself. He was super pro-slavery, believed that African-Americans were inferior, and approved of slavery. But he did believe eventually slavery would come to an end, where he then wanted to move all the freed slaves to somewhere that's not the U.S. Out of sight, out of mind. First Mm. of all, Jefferson is a rapey man. He raped his slaves. He's disgusting. Second of all, I don't know what it is with these white presidents who have the same idea. They're like, let me just move a group of people away. Because Lincoln was like, hmm, I'm going to free the Slaves Emancipation Proclamation. Everyone can go to Haiti after. But then he got shot and killed, and they stayed here. So I'm just saying, on brand, on brand. (laughs) So anyway, early on, there were some who did want to end slavery, like George Tucker and John Lawrence. Tucker wanted to emancipate the slaves, and then he wanted to send them to the west of the Mississippi River. Mm. Not the best, but for this time, very progressive. Although, then we would have had African Americans move to the west, Native Americans move to the west. It wouldn't have really solved that much. Yeah, definitely not, no. Now, Lawrence, on the other hand, he was a soldier during the Revolutionary War, Mm -hmm. and his idea was to recruit slaves into the militia and have them literally fight for their freedom. And if you managed to survive, you'd be free! Of course, this didn't actually happen, and they were still enslaved in the end. Yay. Progress. We have done so much for these... Oh my god. Progress. <laughs> as time moved on, slavery obviously still existed, but some people started getting these radical ideas like, <laughs> hey, if you treat slaves like actual people, they might just work harder. Oh, damn. That's yeah. wild. This was the Highland Plantation. They were like the first to like actually publish work on the idea of treating people decently so then they'll work harder 
at America, could you please take note if you treat your workers with what is it respect respect respect, respect dignity we, they don't pay us a living wage maybe we'd work harder because you know what stop it get some help yeah america now of course we can't talk about slavery without talking about lincoln hey. so lincoln he has a hat. Had, also had slavery as like a major point in his political campaign although he didn't take a definitive stance he wasn't pro slavery but it wasn't really about you know, ab abolishing slavery. He did kind of lean towards ending slavery, but in general, he took a pretty neutral stance, just saying, hey, it's tearing up our nation. We should probably fix that. I guess he was right, because, uh, yeah, Civil War happened. But, 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 his fault. His fault. Another episode will come on that. Civil War. Civil good War. Times. Not good times. No! <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> times. <laughs> You're not wrong. Now, of course... The majority of the inequality was towards these non-white people, but certain groups of white people did suffer some inequality, most notably women. Wow, I wouldn't know anything about that as a woman myself. Now, during like the founding of America, they had basic human rights. Key word there is basic and s some human rights. They were like a step above slaves, maybe two steps. No, down. half a step. Either way, they were above slaves, but nowhere near where they men were, were above slaves, if only barely. They Fair, couldn't yeah. vote, get jobs, own property, just a bunch of different things, but mm -hmm. they had some rights. Now, soon after America became independent, women said, okay, now we stopped fighting for independence, let's start fighting for our rights. Now, one of these people was Abigail Adams, John Adams' wife. Woo. So when he became president, Abigail Adams started sending him some letters. You know, she was one of his most trusted advisors. Hell yeah. And so she wrote up a whole plan to give women more rights through the Constitution called the Code of Law. And she sent this to his husband, to her husband, to go look at and potentially add. And John Adams replied with, and I quote, As for your extraordinary code of law, I cannot but laugh. Men have been trash since the beginning of time. But, okay, honestly, had they been more open-minded to women, since women and abolitionists were very close together, I wonder what would have happened to the United States. Because had he, I don't know, cared about us there, what, w what would it be? We obviously will never know, but the trajectory could have been completely different in such a positive way, but white men never want to be challenged by any other group of people. So, in short, John Adams is canceled. Been canceled. Jefferson, can we cancel him too? Why not? Cancel everybody. Cancel. Why would we not cancel Jefferson? Are you <laughs> kidding me? He raped people. Canceled. Canceled. Now, women at this time, basically no rights. Very few were educated. But then this man came, Benjamin Rush, and he was like, hey, women should start getting educated. Hell yeah. Do you know why? Why? Because then they could better educate their sons. God. Mm. <laughs> I'm so <close>. tired. <laughs> so close. <laughs> he, I mean, it's, it's good that he advocated, just not for the right reasons. So then is it even good? It, misguided. 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 Now, it seems obvious that, like, all women should be fighting for women's rights. I mean, who wouldn't want more rights? Am I right? <laughs> Except for this person. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> All right. So this person, Catherine uh, Beecher. Beecher? Mm-hmm. Beecher. Yeah. She was a very anti-women suffrage kind of thing. She okay. was saying, hey, women's place is in the home, and they should be happy with what they have. Look, recently you've already gotten the ability to get educated so you can teach your sons. Isn't that, like, so progressive? We should just call it there. Okay, can boomer. Can we cancel her, too? <laughs> Catherine Beecher is canceled. <laughs> Fast Pass has canceled three people this episode. Who will be next? Now, there was a woman named Angelina Grimke who actually responded to Beecher and basically said, hey, you're totally wrong. You want to know why? Basically, 
hey, men and women are both made in God's image, and when we die, we're both judged the same way, based off more of what we did rather than what, you know, what gender we were. Mm-hmm. So if we're, you know, if God treats us equally, why can't we just be equal right now? Like, that make too much sense? Yeah, no, I understand, I respect, and, and uh, it that is the most level-headed answer that you can give to someone who's, like, entirely against rights for uh, your group. She also was actually an abolition ab- abolitionist using mm-hmm. these same exact ideas of we're all judged the same way, so why can't we just be treated the same way? So I'm saying mm-hmm. abolitionists and women's rights have always been intertwined because we're both fighting for the same principles. I mean, women got it, white women got it before people of color, and especially women of color, but in the beginning, we were fighting together for a common goal. Speaking of fighting, <laughs> Civil War, that always has to happen, and of course... always has to happen. It has to happen. We gotta keep bringing it up. Civil War I, always has to happen. I gotta keep bringing it up, because that's like, you know, the end point of this. The end so, game. So, so Civil War breaks out, and men get shipped off to war, and there are a bunch of jobs open, and so women see us as an opportunity to show what women can do, and they fill all these empty jobs and prove that they're just as good as men. And then the men come back from war and nothing really changed. And this is just the thing that always happened. This happened in the Civil War. This happened in World War One. This happened in World War Two. I mean, at that point, they were like, oh, women may be able to get jobs, but they were still like, we're only really useful when men aren't around. I'm tired, America. <laughs> so women, they, they, they get some rights throughout this time, but now we get to go talk about the final group, that was unequal, but it was for the least amount of time. And it, can you even call it inequality? It's poor white men. I mean, to an extent, but like the smallest extent. Oh no, we can't always vote. <laughs> That's your inequality. Oh, I'm not being treated inhumanely. I'm not being told I can't get an education. Oh no, <laughs> I, can... I can't vote. That's the worst thing you could do to me. And only sometimes. Why? Ah, stop it. Get some help. Like, I would be talking about rich white men and their inequalities, but they, they didn't have, have any. Exactly. There's, there's no inequality. They were, like, this, the standard that everyone wanted to be equal to. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that poor uh, white men really lacked was the ability to vote in early America because they had property requirements to vote. You had to own a certain amount of land to be able to vote in major elections. And stuff. I think that's beyond stupid. Like, you could be dumb but still have a lot of property. That's true. That's true. But to be fair... They liked to put a lot of restrictions on early poor people. That's why the Electoral College was made, because they didn't think people were educated enough to make the right choices. So this is another one of those things where they're like, us rich, educated white men, we, we don't think the poor white men are going to make so, <laughs> good decisions, so we're going to make sure they don't. So in the bougiest language possible, you're saying that the Electoral College is now canceled. It's been canceled. Canceled. That's the fourth thing canceled on Fast Past. Who's next? This is a great episode. I love this. So, of course, obviously, how dare we have one thing that we can't do that rich white men can do? Let's go fight for it. So they decided to demand that we get rid of these property rights. And one of these solutions came from a man named Noah Webster. I love this man because his idea to solving this property issue, let's gather up all the land since we have so much of it in America and equally distribute it among all the people. Communism! I like it. Communism! I'm, at the I'm time, just, I like it. 
I'm just currently glad. Still Curren- like it. Currently, still like it. I'm a bit of a fan. <laughs> I'm just glad that he suggested this in the 1780s instead of the 1940s and 50s. Otherwise, he'd be thrown in jail or excommunicated. Mm, or, just, or executed. I like that one as well. <laughs> That's always an option that America turns to. Ooh, that got real dark. <laughs> so anyway, uh, soon enough, states began to get rid of this property restriction. Although one of the last ones, too, was Virginia. Because of course it is. Who held out until like right before the Civil War. They found like, okay, people can vote, I guess. But then everybody was able to vote. And by everyone, I mean every white man. Yay. Hey, progress. But hey, the rest is history. Uh. Uh, Well, I would just like to say thank you, Trevor, my little brother. For talking to us about equality in America. (laughs) I still think there is none. And I think equality is a concept we will never truly reach. Because... Like peace. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream, but it's like, it's so simple, but there's always greed and selfishness and to get in the way. a little bit of pride. A little oh, bit of pride. No, there's hubris involved. Okay, That's maybe like a lot pride. of bit of pride. But yeah, guys, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to see trevor on again you can leave some comments for that on our twitter feed at fast past one i don't take care of it but it is there we also if you're talking about trevor or the (laughs) the twitter i take care of trevor (laughs) my twitter feed i i'm a bad twitterer twitterer if you want to request any future episodes you can either dm us on twitter and i'll try to check it or the better option is to email us at fastpasspodcast at gmail.com if you want any of trevor's sources you can also email us at fastpast podcast at gmail.com and we will send those off to you so you may cite us or cite the sources in academic papers thank you guys for tuning in thank you trevor thank you for for thank you for having me because i wouldn't have been able to do this without <laughs> two other people hey quitter talk i believe in you anyways thanks for joining us enjoy your thanksgiving Bye bye <laughs>